Hello and welcome to the OTP Volunteer Table. I'm Don Kuehlhorn. The Playhouse opens its arms to everyone in the community, and we have a place for everybody in the community. We have a young company which deals with young people from nine, maybe a little younger, up to the 17-year-old level. We have our regular play group, the players, the civic players, that uh, deal with everybody, depending upon the play and the content and so forth. And for the seniors, people over 55, we have something called the Reader's Theater. And with us today to chat about it is Barb Gurderl and Larry Haynes. So, Barb and Larry, thanks for joining and giving me some of your time to talk about the Playhouse Community Theater and whatever else we want to chat about. Um, let me just start by asking Barb, um, what's your history at the Playhouse? Well, um, it goes back to when we lived in Fenton, and I'd never been in a community theater at all. And when Dan and I were first married, uh, he was in the theater forever. And he said, come on and audition for something. And I said, well, they're going to make me be a tree or cry or something, and I don't want to do that. And he said, no, 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 come on. So we went. I read for a part, and I got a supporting um what is it? Role, lead, supporting lead role in a play. So then I was just smitten and um, I kept being in plays in Fenton. And then we moved up here. And the first thing we did was come to the playhouse and Marty gave us a tour. And then um, I just thought, well, I better audition for a play. And so I auditioned for damn Yankees. And that was my first play there. I didn't know I had to sing to be in the play <laughs> and I'd never sung in front of anybody, but I did. And I was terrified, but I got the leading support. So that's my beginning there. That's how you started. Larry, what's your story? <laughs> well, um, I suspect like a lot of parents, uh, my kids got me involved. You know, one of those things, Oh, my dad can help with that. Uh, and, uh, a couple of them have been in Playhouse uh, Productions, and uh, they needed ushers, and I ushered quite a lot. And so the next show came along where um, they had ushers, but they didn't have a, a house manager. And, uh, oh, my dad could do that. You know, he would help <laughs> the last guy, you know. And the next thing you know, I did about uh, four out of the five main stage shows for two or three years in a row. And, uh the uh, rest after that, as I say, is history, getting involved with the newsletter. And and after about five or six years, I made the mistake of saying to somebody, because I read a script to help put something in the newsletter, uh, you know, if I was ever to be on stage, not that I've ever been on stage or had any <laughs> interest in it, uh, this is a play I wouldn't mind doing. I like these characters. Well, it turns out um, in many community theaters, you don't always have a lot of men try out and uh, they didn't in this one so i got a call said hey i understand you'd like to be in this play and so on so i got involved in that that area so uh that was about uh i think the first time 1987 uh was when i got involved with the kids and i've been around doing things here and there uh, since they found out you had a pretty good voice too yeah, you've been some uh, you've been some great characters that I know of. Uh, one, for instance, uh, in Annie, you were. Uh, 
Yeah, I was, uh, I guess probably because I was loud and gruff, which was, uh, fit right in with Warbucks. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, I had a great gal that played Annie and, uh, she made me look good, like we had something going between us. So, uh, but as I've often said, uh, that's one of a couple lead roles I've had, but I never quit my day job. Of course, right. I've since retired. So, uh, but, uh, I knew my limitations. And I knew they were shorthanded in many cases, but I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed that other part of that other side of the brain that, uh, so I'm sorry it took so long for me to get involved with, but, uh, yeah, it's been a great deal. That's a good thing. Now we're all over, uh, 55. I'll just say that. Oh! <laughs> and because of that, in, in some parts, uh, a lot of the roles, that we have pined for, that we have done before, are now um, gone. <laughs> we're, we're going, no... going to younger people. Pardon? Going to younger people. Going to younger people, yes. And, um, Barb, I understand that you uh, developed or thought of and put, started putting in place a place for us seniors to go. Absolutely. Uh, Dan and I went out to Glen Arbor to their uh, Reader's Theater, and that was about 12 years ago. And um, we just loved it. It was amazing. They were all older, and they were reading the scripts, and and it was such fun. So I came back, and I went into Phil's office the next day, and I said, why don't we have a senior Reader's Theater? And he said, well, nobody's stepped up to do it. And I said, hello, here I am. So we started with about 10 people, and it's now grown to about 40 people. And people who've never been involved in the theater before because they were scared or they didn't know what to do or how to get on stage, and they didn't want to have to memorize at an advanced age. Um, so it's, it's just become a wonderful family, and we've done some wonderful things. So. Larry, what uh, you, I've, you've been involved in this one for quite a long time. What What's the what's the process of getting into the play and then doing the play? Well, um, I was not fortunate enough to have the idea. Uh, Barbara took care of that part, but I signed on almost immediately. I think I was at our first meeting and mm-hmm. been around since then. And uh, you know, we uh, we have various ways in which. Uh, We'll have uh, people, we meet uh, right now, um, the second and fourth, uh, well, right now we're not meeting, excuse me, but we normally meet the second and fourth Saturday, and uh, either somebody can bring in a play that they like, or somebody on the board does, or uh, we just search around, find plays, and uh, just kind of randomly assign parts and uh, see if the group is interested in it or not. And uh, we keep track of that. And uh, when time comes for us to either do a show, put a show together, or to take it on the road to some of the nursing homes or whatever, we try to go back into our archives, look at uh, appropriate plays, uh-huh. and uh, see if anybody wants to direct that, anybody wants to try out for it or be a part of it, and uh, we go from there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> that seems pretty easy. But you you both have been on stage, so you've gone through that audition process plus the six weeks of rehearsal plus the three weeks, four weeks of performance. 
what's what's the difference what what do you what do you, you know, obviously it's on book but what what is the difference in in the intensity do you think it's it, do you want me to say yeah, yeah, it's much more relaxing much more fun we only have like three or four rehearsals and um we don't have to memorize we're just familiar with the script and it's such fun and um and then we perform, and we've also are we going to bring up the selfies sometime? Yeah, yeah, we can uh, certainly do that anytime. Yeah, we, Feel free okay. to do it right now. All right, I will. <laughs> um, we uh, thought we'd like to write our own scripts, and so we had Anne Marie Uman come in, and she did our first workshop for that, and she gave us a pattern for how to write a selfie. You write before the event that happened to you occurred and then the event that changed your life supposedly and then uh how it all turned out and what you learned and we have written some wonderful selfies and some of them are just hysterical that some of our newer members have written and um it's been such fun and and it's kind of a family history too if you're writing about an event in your life and and people's our audiences seem to love the selfies especially so Larry, what about you and the selfies? Uh, actually, I uh, didn't get involved in that until uh, the last round that we did. I kind of stayed away from it and uh, just kind of helped out on the periphery. I'm, I'm not sure that uh, what I had to say was all that exciting and whatever, but uh, I have done one, and I, I will agree with Barbara. Why um, People seem obviously very invested in them, so therefore I think uh, – even though it's it's reading them to an extent, uh, there's it, there's much more than just reading them because they are personally involved in them, talking about things that have happened to them. They can make you cry, they can make you laugh, they can make you ponder. Um, we have some wonderful folks that uh, you know maybe they uh, they don't know how to put together a script per se, but they have a wonderful story and it gets done. And uh, I think it's been one of our highlights over the years. That's it. Uh, they're always entertaining. I love watching them. I, I get to see most of them by virtue of videotaping or being around doing lights and what have you for it. Um, so you end up reading a play. These are all uh, plays that um, are um, you don't pay for royalty free plays. No, some of them, some of them we oh. do pay royalties on. You do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Most of them are not. And we have playwrights who are quite famous in the country who, who, when I called them and talked to them about how we were starting out as senior readers theater and we didn't have any money and we didn't charge anything, but we loved his play, uh, this particular gentleman. And um, he said, if you don't charge, I don't charge. And so he has let us do some of his plays, which are wonderful. And, uh, but sometimes we do uh, pay um, royalties and sometimes we use old radio shows and because they're so old, they don't have royalties on them. And um, so it's just, it's been wonderful. Um, just wonderful. I know. Yeah. I loaned you a couple of, not loaned you, I gave mm-hmm. the uh, ATP a bunch of my um, um, radio plays from the 1920s and 19 teens that were uh, out of um, um, out of uh, copyright, 
Um, those are the ones that I used to do when we were doing radio theater on at the college. And we, Don? We did that quite a bit, yes? Uh, you just mentioned ATP. Did that ever get explained at the beginning? No, let's, let's, <laughs> why don't you do that for us, please? Well, ATP stands for Age to Perfection. Um, we are a part of OTP, the Old Town Playhouse here in Traverse City. And the group uh, early on during its first year decided that we ought to have something. Um, in fact, we talked long and hard about a logo and all those things. But the one thing we did get done for sure was uh, Age to Perfection. And that's what we're known as since you have to be 55 or older to join. So there it is in a nutshell. And just because Larry is wearing a mask, and so and we're still social distancing, doing all the rest, but it's aged as in old. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. so if you say enunciated. If you say so. <laughs> yeah, that's really? true. We're not old. We're just no. well cured. Um, so where where do you go? You we we have played we usually play well not usually we have done plays both downstairs and upstairs main stage at mm-hmm. the playhouse what else do you where else do you play your plays your ply your trade as it were we go to lots of uh, nursing homes and uh senior facilities we've been to libraries we went to our local library for one show we went out to alden for another show to, at their library um we just we'll go anywhere. We're Our easy. other building, the studio. Yeah. The- yeah, the depot was our first show, right. and that was a play written by a funeral director who it was. I think it was his first play, and he agreed to let us do it. And we had people sitting on the stage. We were so packed, and um, that was a that was a great play. Yeah, and uh, it's always a great time now. Um, when you're doing these plays, um, do you, do, what, what criteria do you use to, um, to select people to do the plays? You might have four people in a play. You might have eight people, but you have 40 members. How do you, do you do it just, uh, first, first fall kind of thing in boxing and then, no. No, we, uh, in general, when we started out, we quickly came up with a plan, whether it was good or not. Barbara might remember who came up with it. I don't remember, but, uh, kind of the unwritten rule was that if you brought a play in, you got first, right of first refusal to direct it if you wanted to. And of course, for the most part, although we've had a few people, who've also been involved on the main stage in plays where, you know, you normally have to remember your lines and so on. Uh, most have not, and very few have actually ever directed a, a play. So this was a great opportunity for a lot of folks to get involved, and it was a lot less stressful than being in a main okay. play. And uh, you got some ideas that maybe you wouldn't have seen out of a normal director, of course, it's a much shorter situation. You don't have costumes, really. You don't have uh, props to speak of and so on. So that changes the whole thing. But that was a whole idea that uh, 
you know, if you brought it in, you got the right to uh, direct it. And uh, then it was like, okay, members, if you think you're interested in having a part in this, let that director know that you want to be in it. And then it was up to that director to select a cast and put it together. Oh. Maybe, Um, yeah, uh, maybe the person who brought it in didn't want to direct it, or maybe they wanted to be in it. Um, So it just smoothed out beautifully. And people who had never been involved with anything in the theater have learned to direct and produce. And they're just, they're having the best time. It's just wonderful. There, um, certainly COVID is not um, getting any better, uh, but um, is there some plan that you can put together to kind of put a, let's say, a Christmas show on? Is that in nursing homes? And that's kind of tough because mm-hmm. certainly nursing homes are closed now. So Yeah. Well, I think Phil is working on filming some of our selfies and then putting them on YouTube. Um, So we're still thinking about what we can do because we miss each other and we miss the creativity of it all. Right. Have you ever thought of, uh, other than selfies, writing some kind of a play? Yes, we've had some of our members uh, write plays and they've put them them on stage. And um, I wish we'd get more of those. But, um, yeah, that's been fun, too. Right. Uh, tell, just explain, if you would, since we're on radio, we can't show it, uh, or on a podcast, the the physical area that you end up using to perform in. Like you're all seated off stage, on stage. Do you have – and I know it's variable. Everything that we do is um, – Depends on the particular play and the director doing the play. But what does it what does it look like to a physical actor actually going through the motions of performance? Anybody? That is that has changed. If I can jump in, sure. Uh, when, when we first started out, it was basically um, if there were eight people in it, uh, then there were eight people on stools for or uh, possibly standing, uh, and we had stands like music stands to put our scripts on. And, uh, you know, you just, sometimes uh, you sat back if you weren't in, involved in that scene or whatever, or stood up or sat down. Uh, we have kind of evolved a little bit over that. Uh, I think pushed by some of our directors who have worked it out where there actually are entrances and exits from the stage, even though we're reading a script, we got a script in our hand. I mean, the, to us, the biggest compliment is if an audience member can come up and say, you know, I watched that thing and I forgot all about the fact that you actually had a script in your hand. I was really watching you. So, I mean, that's what you strive for. And uh, so we've gotten to the point where we do have uh, some entrances and exits to kind of make the flow a little easier and so people can understand who's who in the play. But uh it, it's just basically a small black box situation where you've got an audience that sits maybe uh, four rows up, a four-tier system, and uh, we're pretty much in front of that. I, I can't remember the dimensions of the uh, the uh, downstairs Mary Schmuckle Theater there, but it's it can't be, what, 20 feet wide and 40 feet deep, maybe something like about, that? About that, yeah. So that's normally 
when we're at the playhouse where we're performing. Uh, and then of course, you know, you're on your own when you go to nursing homes and whatever, whatever space they've got available. We kind of just, uh, as the Marines say, adapt and overcome. <laughs> Yeah, and those are, uh, and and you do that all, sometimes holding the book, sometimes putting the book on the stand, on the mm-hmm. stand, right? It just that right. just depends on how the venue reflects itself and what you're trying to do. And last year, last year we did Harvey on the main stage, right? So that was a real thrill, yeah. And that one, you didn't have stands. You actually held the book in your hands and made entrances and exits and stage positions, blocking. Correct. And about half of those people on stage uh, had never been on stage before. So that was a real thrill. A lot of them had been, you know, had come up through the years, but a lot of the new people had never been on stage before. So it was very exciting. It's got to be a thrill. Thrill for everybody. It was That yep. was a, a cool show. Harvey was really a very yeah. interesting show. I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. Um, all right. We got five minutes four minutes left let's let's review again atp who is it who are you what do you do what what can we look forward to when the season breaks when covid goes away and we can get back together well more fun more old people exploring new things <laughs> and enjoying each other. We become a family. After we have our uh, meetings twice a month, we go out for lunch and uh, we just have a great time. It's um, people who've never been in the theater before, who had never stepped inside the theater or just maybe been to a couple of plays are now just immersed in it. And it's wonderful to see. So um, I think we'll be doing more plays and I, I'm, really anxious to go back to nursing homes because they're so isolated now anyway right. and, uh, to bring them a little joy and holiday cheer and things like that will be wonderful. All right. Yeah. We're pretty quick to jump on anybody who, uh, not physically, of course, but uh, <laughs> when they first come in and try to get them involved that day, if possible, reading something, because usually once they do, they're hooked and they want to, you know, be do more and so on. But uh, we've actually, uh, recalling back, uh, got a couple folks who really don't want to read. They just enjoy it so much, enjoy coming to hear us and to interact with the folks. Um, I think one of them, we finally did get them to read something, but uh, they just, uh, th- you know, reading's not for them, just being a part of the processes. But for the and- most part, most people like to uh, to read and give it their interpretation. And they come and they usher for us, or they just work backstage, and uh, they just want to enjoy the whole process, but they don't want to read. So that's fine. Yep. You know, that never occurred to me that you could you could still have people come to your meetings to just listen and yep. just yep. be part of of the ambiance without having to be forced into reading. You can just listen and hear the process as it comes out. I know yeah. I had. Uh, when I was doing lights, I would get um, somebody whose wife was in the cast yeah. and on stage. And so he would run the lights. And then all of a sudden, I wasn't allowed to run anymore. He was the guy <laughs> He was the guy to run. All right, fine. He I'll, loves, I'll just he hang him and, yeah. and focus, and then you do your job, all right? 
because he just got so involved in just doing the technical stuff of it. Right. Which we still have sound, we have lights, we have ushers, we have all sorts of things that, uh, and just being part of the group. That yep. is uh, kind of interesting. It all is. right. Um, are you reading any plays right now that we should all be looking at when uh, hopefully by mm, March, April, it'll open up? I hope so. I hope everybody's reading. Yeah, we don't always know. Certainly we're not as a group uh, right. right now, but I don't know individually who might be. We're encouraging it, but we don't necessarily know. And we're having we're having steering committee meetings, too. So we're keeping it going and talking about what we're going to do. So, Right. Have you ever tried Zooming a meeting, Zooming a play, just for mm-hmm. the heck of it? No, it'd be fun. You, you yeah. want to do that? Done. You want to do it? Oh, wait, wait. Oh, look at the time. Oh, gotta... goodness. <laughs> my, my only that would be, that would be that an interesting. Might, Pardon? We might end up wondering who's zooming who. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. But that would be an interesting concept. I mean, we've done it. We're uh, Apparently, um, Halloween is going to have some Zoom contest. Um, Jill is looking into doing some of that Zooming uh, mm-hmm. or at least taping and putting on YouTube. That'll be interesting. Anyhow, we're we're out of time. Okay. Thank Once again, you. we have thrown some uh, half hour to the wind and enjoyed every second of it. <laughs> Bob Gooderl and Larry Haynes, thanks so much for giving us some of your time and and your knowledge. Thanks Thank for you your. So much. Well, once again, my thanks to Barb Gooderell and Larry Haynes for giving us information about the Playhouse and about the ATP, the All Age to Perfection group. If you're 55 and over, come on over when we get back into operation. Uh, it's a wonderful group. Uh, they have a great, uh, a lot of fun. Let's see, the bookkeeping today, once again, is Talkies. Our music is by Hama Hama. And we are brought to you in cooperation with the Old Town Playhouse, if you have questions, concerns, or information, like to get part of the chat, email us at office at oldtownplayhouse.com. That's office at oldtownplayhouse, one word, dot com. I'm Don Kuhlhorn. This is OTP Volunteer Table, and we, we will see you on the boards. <laughs>